All right. What is going on, everybody? This is Fayola and David here, The Power of Two. We are back for another episode. Thank you all for the support so far. This has been awesome. So today's episode is going to be about relationships. We're going to talk about many different aspects of it. So what a real relationship looks like, what the value of relationships are. And um, yeah, so David, how you feeling, man? Good, man. I mean, I think we were just talking a little bit off recording just about friendships and how important that is and just kind of relating that to our life. And I think the one question we could start off just by posing is saying, why is that friendship aspect um, kind of not authenticated in the right way in these in these day and age? So um, I think, you know, explain with me and you and how we talk every day and we're talking about life and we're talking about faith, we're talking about our career, what we're going through and the setbacks we have, um, how that is not, um, I would say, apparent in this in this day and age so i think to me a true friendship is a person that i can go to that i can lean on that i can go through life with but also have a certain relationship with to um have ideas or have business things that birth out of that because it's the power of your relationship so i mean just to pose a question back to you i mean how do you feel where do you feel a true friendship lies or what is a true friendship yeah 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 by the way phenomenal answer I think relationships, man, I mean, if you go back to the biblical days, man, to the Sunday school days, I mean, we were built, we were created for relationships. I mean, Adam and Eve, right? Like, it's our human nature that when we go through something, whether it's good or bad, we want to experience that with somebody. We are, we long to be loved, right? Everybody is looking for somebody looking for them. If you think about that statement, man, we're all looking hmm. for a relationship. That's somebody. That's something. A best friend, a girlfriend, whatever it may be. Um, so I think relationships are so essential. And I think that they really aren't valued as they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, I made an example earlier when we were talking before this before this episode of you hear somebody say, hey, I'm an athlete. My top three things are basketball, God, and my family. Mm-hmm. In, my, in my opinion, I think relationships as a topic should be up there. I think it could even pers- it can even surpass maybe the job. I think Absolutely. relationships are more important than careers. Or your friends. Absolutely. I think that's a great point because the relationships – was the one that allowed you to get to get connected or have the resource to Boom. have the career. Um, so it's the foundation of everything. So let's t- just to add on to that. I mean, this was one question, Faye, that was asked us at the National Forum uh, that was huge for us. And we still talk about it to this day. National Forum, the people who run that run the National Prayer Breakfast, and we're, we're always helping out with them and hosting and stuff as well. The question that was uh, that was applied to us was, look at your dad. Look at your uncle. Look at the father figure in your life, whatever. And do they have – can you name seven or eight of their friends? Okay? Can you name seven or eight of them? And the question and the answer was no. I can't. Now, it's not a bad thing, but there's times where people, uh, when you get older and stuff, you get in your life where it's like, hey, look, I have my wife. I have my kids. I have my dog. I really don't need – anything else. It's not that they're not reaching out to people, but there's a complacency within gaining or garnering more relationships. Wow. Wow. What do you think about that complacency factor of kind of saying, I'm good on my, in a way, what you're saying is when you're saying I'm good on my relationships, you're really saying I'm good on the resources I have now. That's what you're saying. So what do you think about that complacency? 
Have you ever been in a situation where you feel like you have enough and then you see somebody that has a little bit more and you say, actually, I kind of want a little bit more now. And right. Kevin Hart makes a joke and he talks about how he was kicking in, how NBA players are different, how he was on a yacht with uh, with Dwayne Wade, the best player in the NBA, and um, how he talks about how when Kevin Hart felt like he was the top of his game, that nobody can whatever. They started hanging out with NBA players and realized that the money that they got, the things that they have, is like, right. I kind of want to get to their level. The reason why I say that example is because I think sometimes people – say they're complacent in their relationships because they really haven't seen what a true relationship looks like. Right, right. I think right. that when you are exposed to something that you're not, are, that you're not familiar with, hmm. then you start to look at, hmm, I think I want that. I Absolutely. Truly, bro, nothing against uncles or fathers or whatever, but I love how we're talking about men here. Hmm. I think they have a tendency to be a little bit of a, have a passive aggressiveness to them where they say, what, I mean, I'm good. Family, job. Somewhat, somewhat stubborn. A little stubborn, bit. A little bit. I think that's men in our generation. I just truly think it is. And my dad has pretty good friends, like in LA and like Nigeria, he's doing his thing. And I know your dad does too, but like really, really, really close. Right. I, I think it's a thing of a little bit of complacency, a little bit of passive aggressiveness. And it's just a generational thing. It right, is. and the main thing is they haven't truly been exposed, in my opinion. What do you no, think? That's no. I think that's a great point. I think it's the exposure, and I think it's putting yourself out there to be, you know, to be exposed to other relationships and resources. I mean, even in our short lifespan, in our life so far, Faye, we have seen the fruits that come out of our relationships like that. The situations that I am in currently, um, on yourself. I mean, I, I was in a position, you know, a couple months ago. And still am somewhat of saying, hey, look, I have my entrepreneur ventures. I've done these multiple things. I've hosted multiple events. I've been in these these great circles. But I need something that gives me consistent income to continue to support my other entrepreneur ventures. Okay, I need a base salary. Going through that, by the way, right now. Absolutely, finding a a job or something like that that can fit our things um, that we can fit in um, that can give us that base salary like that. And sometimes it's hard to find that fit when you're doing multiple things and having multiple things out there. And we thought we, we, we were going through that struggle now, but we've seen the power of having a relationship or friend of saying, man, instead of me filling out thousands of applications that sent out to people, I've literally used my friends. I have literally texted people who I've, who were in that field of saying, Hey, look, this is where I'm at, man. Any connection you might have in this being transparent and something that could have taken me from February to now takes me five days to say, hey, come meet with this person. Let's do this and let's let's see if we can find connections here. One key thing in that whole thing you just said that people aren't realizing is this. These two things I'm about to say right here, they go hand in hand. You ready? Friendships and vulnerability. David, mm. if you weren't vulnerable and if you didn't say, hey, I'm in this situation right now. I need help. Right. Straight up what you said. You didn't say that. You wouldn't be in a situation where in five or six days they come to you, you have a meeting, you sign some paperwork, and by next Monday you already have Mm. your consistent income. You wouldn't have been in that situation. People mistake vulnerability as weakness. And that's an issue. Man, that is that is so that is so good because we even learned too. When you're vulnerable, when if you look at every conversation you've been on, been in, that's been spectacular, that's been amazing, what made that conversation amazing? What made that conversation amazing was 
you start talking about basketball, you start talking about life, then you start talking about your careers, then all of a sudden you start saying, you know what, man, I remember a year or so ago I was in this situation, it was tough, and all that. Right there, you break the gates down, and when you become vulnerable, you automatically, in a way, had the person you're talking to become a person who wants to disclose more information about themselves. Come on, come on. And now you don't have to really just get out on a limb and be vulnerable because that opens up another person to say, dang, David just talked about his struggles and everything. Like that was hard for him to do. Now we're not sitting here saying, you know, go to people, friends and talking about, you know, what you, what's sad, you know, you know, what's going on mm-hmm. with your life. We're not saying to go do that. You know, there's a time and place, you know, sometimes you have to keep some things to yourself to figure out and assert, but we're saying, and if you're in a place trying to take a step forward and move forward in life and saying, Hey, look, I know where I'm at, but I want to kind of take a couple more steps forward. I'm going to be vulnerable about where I'm at, you know, in that type of um, situation. I just think that's super. So that's a great point. I think of being vulnerable within those um, conversations. My thing, sure. honestly, let's just straight up say it. Vulnerability is not a weakness. It's really a strength. It's a skill mm. set. You have to literally learn how to do it. And you also have to be vulnerable in a smart way too, like you said. And I'm thinking of vulnerability right now. You know I'm thinking of the lady that you showed to me. Renee Brown. Renee Brown. Oh, love her. Yeah. Uh, um, but so to kind of parlay this into another question, I mean – so when it comes to the point of, you know, here's my one question. Like if it comes to that point where you have one set of, you know, relationships that you're talking, you know, say that's football with or sports, you guys go grab drinks or something like that. And you have your other side of relationships or friends that you have where, you know, you're talking, you know, business and you're talking, you know, life and you're talking, you know, more things that can be um, in the future or stuff like that. How does one, you know, do those things, aspects, do those collide can some of those sometimes collide or should you keep those aspects separate, you know, when it comes to the different parts of relationships and friendships? I mean, how, how would one go, go about that if they're in that situation? Yeah, that's a great question, Dave. I think there's a skill to this whole relationship thing, man. I think you have to be able to be discerning to know that this person right here, he's more about business. He's more about sports, whatever. I'm not going to bring my relationship drama, right, to him. I think you have to be able to know that sometimes your situations might not match the person. Shall I say that again? Shall I repeat that again? Shall I repeat it again? <laughs> sometimes, bro, your drama, your baggage might not match somebody else's personality, right? So I just, yeah, I, just, I think you have to be cautious of, of, of what you're telling people. You have to know their personality. You have to be discerning. Friends out there where it's like, hey, look. This is my this is my close friend of mine. This is my close relationship. But I don't think I can go to the depths of talking about this certain thing in the next ten years of where I want to be and this type of situation and this that it might be a different conversation. Not saying that one is better than the other. Not saying that at all. But there's times and place to put in those conversations or plant those seeds uh, when it comes to different people and different vernaculars of friends. Hmm. If that's kind of what you know you were you were kind of saying Mm, yeah i agree you're totally right yeah and i think i think too the one the one thing that what you said earlier when we just started this um that i thought really that really did hit me is when people get drafted that was good when people get drafted they say god they say family and they say you know their sport right 
I think that was really, really good of saying, hold up, though. The position you're in at 30 years old, you know, you, you, you're making this amount of money or you're with these people. You're in the NBA or you're the general manager of the Toronto Raptors. You didn't just get there off of just your pure gifts. Now, you probably had work ethic. You probably had drive. You probably, you know, had a focus and a vision. But what's one thing that you needed in that whole thing to get to where you were at? Relationships, man. And connections. connections. Exactly. And that's one thing I think that's overlooked. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, would you agree? I would definitely agree. I think to add to that, man, people sometimes, in my opinion, don't really understand that relationships really are the plug and the glue to everything that you've ever done in life. Everything. Um, You have to be able to relate to your teacher in the classroom. You have to be able to relate to your friends. You have to be able to relate to your roommate. You have to be able to literally be in relationships. Think of any successful person ever. The way they got there was probably two or three or a hundred relationships, right? To get to their point. And I think it's a big thing to to have a relationship so, with that, yeah. So when, let's to, – to go deeper with this, how has it transparent with relationships in your situation right now of what you're going through and, and, and how – I mean we're both in that same type of situation trying to find – still finding our way mm-hmm. uh, within still doing our entrepreneurial ventures as well too. Mm-hmm. I mean how, how do you feel it's played a part – and you going about certain things, you know, with your with your current situation, mm-hmm. relationships and friends. Yeah. So for my situation, I don't know who all whoever's listening right now. They they know I'm in a situation right now where I am trying to, like David said, find a little bit of um, of a base kind of thing, so I can I can really help out my entrepreneurial ventures. And where relationships have helped me in this situation is um, people just looking out and saying, "Oh my gosh, I never really knew that." They will like. Yeah, let me get you connected with whatever. And by next week, I'll have three or four introductory meetings. And three or four days later, I'll be in my first, second interview and have a couple offers on the table. Just because I've put myself out there as a guy who truly cares about others and loves the idea of relationships. Um, wow. Every big entrepreneur right now or any motivational speaker or pastor or whatever, they say, hey, man, one of the most important things out here is relationships. Forget everything else. Forget the resume. Forget your skill, whatever. If you cannot build relationships, it's going to be very, very, very hard for you to not only be successful, but to truly be happy. Right. Back to the core, man. Relationships, everybody's looking for somebody looking for them. Everybody has that thing of longing to be loved and longing to be That's so good. And um, I think it's really important for people to value it more than they are now. And the only right. way they value it more than they are now is when they're getting exposed to it. David, like, and this is not a thing of like, um, I don't want to say maybe arrogance or confidence, bro, but like after we do a performance or after we do a, um, we host a show, what do people say about kind of our connection and about our relationship? They just always say our, our, our friendship and just our energy together is something different and something in, 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 a, in a very special way. Okay. For sure. Heard what, that multiple times. What they don't see is the tough conversations like last night, right? Right. They don't see the vulnerable the, the vulnerable moments where you're like, hey, Faye, I, I'm going through this, right? right. They don't see that. Right. The only way the relationship gets to the point where they all see 
on, on, on the TV shows, on the hosting events. The only way it gets to that point is the tough conversations until 3 a.m. the night before. Man. That's the only way that it Man. gets to that point. And I think people have a real tendency to say, oh, if I'm making money, I'm going to be with friends that make money. All we're going to talk about is making money. and All we're going to talk about is how to right. who we are. No. What a real relationship consists of, bro, is when you're struggling, when you're going through the dumps, when you need to be vulnerable with somebody, is getting to that point. And that right there builds a muscle of, of strength and, and, and integrity, and it, and it just really makes our relationship that much stronger. That's so good, and that was so well said. Um, I want to go back on when you said um, putting yourself out there and letting people know, you know the situation that you're in. That takes a sense of bravery. In any scenario that you're in of saying, hey, look, even if you're the most talented person wow, and, you're in, and you're in a crunch, you still have to have the essence of stepping out on a limb and saying, look, this is what I do. This is what I and it's the same thing when it comes to relationships. And it's the same thing when it comes to finding if you're in a pickle, and you're trying to get out of it. You're going to stay in that pickle. You're going to stay in that situation if you don't have the sense of urgency or braveness to say, hey, look, man. I know it might seem like this is what I'm at or this is what I'm doing right now. This is what I'm going through. All right. I don't have this right now. I have these things going on, but I would really like, you know, and if you say that in a very eloquent, transparent way, now your message is authenticated Mm. and it's clear. And people have that vision now of saying, okay, look, now I know exactly what help or what needs to connect him from point A to point B. Because think about it. Think about how many people are out there that need to be heard or that need to step on a limb to change their destiny, to change the outlook on their life. Um, that, that to me is, you know, if you don't have that, then you could be in that same situation for a, a, um, a very long time. Yeah. Well said, man. So, the people that are listening out there, the only thing that I would probably say, almost like a challenge type thing, is this. You have to be vulnerable to truly find the value of true relationships. I'm not saying sit there with your roommate or with your wife or whatever and just tell them deepest, darkest secrets and just start word vomiting. But I am saying right. when you're at a networking event, or whenever you are at a wedding and you see somebody that you know or, or whatever it may be, ask them out to coffee. Ask them how they're really doing. And instead of spending 30 seconds, try and spend two and a half minutes and see what the question of, hey, man, how's your wife doing? How's your job doing? How are you doing? By the fourth or fifth question of looking that person in the eye and being completely real, and and, and and being and being present in that conversation, you'll see how a conversation can get really intentional and, and meaningful quickly. And I guess and, and go go an example with it is with me and you. Before we do this podcast, before we go into this interview, we have to get in a, in, in a in a spirit, in a way of saying, "Hold up, now we're both vulnerable." Mm. Now we're both open to each other. And when we're open to each other, thoughts just start to flow. Thoughts just and start I love how flow. you and I both go, we're there. There it is. Exactly. There it is. And we know. But that's the 20 minutes, man. Like I said, we don't waste no time. We get right to the point, cut right to the chase. Power of two, talking about relationships and friendships. 
Thanks again, my brother. Always a pleasure. Always. And we'll see you guys next time. Power of two. Peace. Stay tuned.